And welcome everybody to another episode of the Gen Gaming Podcast. This is episode 160. I am your host for this week, the Jack of Hearts. And with me as always is my normal bunch of misfits and crazies. Minus Jake, of course. He's out and about somewhere. I'm not too sure. Probably catching some Pokemon down by the mall. Who knows? But what we do have on our regularly scheduled program right here, we have all the way in Iowa, the two Bash brothers themselves, Tyler and Justin, Tyler, how you doing? Uh, I'm waving. I actually have my hand in the air and waving right now. <laughs> you just have to. I'm doing well, man. From Iowa. Doing all right. Uh, we even spent the last two hours and 45 minutes on Skype reminiscing about the old times of early days of podcasting this show. Yeah. Um, the, the previous 159 episodes and just talking about music and stuff. It's been a fun conversation. Uh, drink us a few beers. Uh... We're actually one of the last two beers, Justin and I are. Uh, but I'm yeah, I'm doing really well, man. Uh, a lot of fun having this conversation. Justin had a good day of Pokemon hunting, which we'll get in later. Oh get into later. Um, we're going to go see Independence Day sometime this weekend. I don't know if I'm excited about that or not. Uh, I guess I'm excited for but it's probably going to be good. <laughs> Just making hand motions over here. Yeah, no one can hear me. Um, Silence. But I'm doing all right, man. How are you doing? You know, I'm doing fine. You know, just during the week, just completing all my work, doing all this and all that. Had a family get-together. Found out that I actually had a secret aunt that I never even knew about, which is kind of really surprising <laughs> in and of itself. <laughs> a secret aunt? Yeah, dude. What do you mean? Like, she was trapped in, like, a, a safe or something? Or no, like... she wasn't, she wasn't <laughs> trapped in the safe. No, 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 no. Basically was... This is how it happened. Basically, was my grandfather or something like that on uh, my mom's side, like, you know, was with a lady before he met my grandma and stuff. Oh, and the, the girl that was born was sent up to adoption and all this other stuff. And oh, basically, wow. through some weird chance, weird case and scenario and stuff, she got into contact with, uh, she got into contact with her old brother and stuff like that. And they came all the way from like Virginia to oh, wow. visit us here in Washington State. And it was crazy. <laughs> that is so cool, man. Huh. Yeah. And the weirdest part about Life it is, is like mysterious. between her and my mom and my other aunt and stuff like that, they all looked similar. And it was huh. fucking crazy shit. Wow. Then I got a chance to see my grandfather's, like my grandfather on my mom's side, you know, his his actual pictures for the first time. I saw a couple of his pictures and stuff, and it really looked like me. It kind of freaked me out for a minute. <laughs> That's the first time you've ever seen him. Yeah, that's the first time I've ever that's seen him. Incredible, man! That's crazy. I was only a baby or something like that when, uh, when you know, my mom would tell me like stories about my grandfather and this and that and stuff like that. But he died like uh, around eighty nine, oh, so I was more. I was like maybe like ten, 
11 months or something like that when he did pass. I wow. probably am wrong about the age stuff, but... That sounds about right. At the same point and stuff, it's it's kind of crazy that I've grown up, like, uh, not seeing anything. I always go on my mom and dad's, like, my mom and my aunt's, like, uh, stuff about me looking so much like my grandfather and stuff like that. And then I look at a couple pictures, some of his mannerisms, some of his looks and stuff like that. It's like, oh, holy crap. Wow. <laughs> Skip generations, man. Oh, I know, I know. Especially the the other picture that I shared, like, on Facebook and stuff, his receding hairline, is everything else yeah. and stuff like that, is the way he sits, like, cross-legged and stuff. I looked at that side, and it almost looked, like, exactly like me whenever I look, like, whenever I do the same thing. It's just, yeah. I, I love that picture where it was him sitting there, and, like, it yep. like almost like a cabin. It might not have been. Yeah. Like, there was, like, a, uh, you know, a fish catching net. Oh, yeah. Yep. It was, like, it was, like, oh, it's so cool. Such a cool-looking picture, man. It is a cool looking picture, man. These guys are gentle, these gentlemen. These guys are having fun. Looked, that was all the way really back cool. in like it was like all the way back in like the nineteen fifties, sixties, or something guess like that. Fifties or sixties for sure. Yeah, that's Black that's white, the thing. Yeah, my aunt and uncle they have all those old pictures and stuff from their like the families and stuff that they had like, like throughout the eighteen hundreds and all that other stuff, I man. It's like all these old black and white photos, man. It's like it's so and crazy to see, but man, other than the family get together, I went through, and this is going to tie a little bit into, like, gaming stuff. My PlayStation Plus subscription, it expired on Wednesday of this past week, oh. and uh, the thing about it that kind of struck me the most, like, interesting is, like, when the thing expired, all the games that I was using for, like, my PlayStation Vita and, like, the PS4 and stuff, they're all, like, locked. They're all gone, you know, because obviously, because I wasn't paying for the stuff anymore, but... It also led me to a sad realization is I have hardly bought shit for, like, the PlayStation Vita and the PS4, you know, in terms of digital games, in terms of actual releases. And it kind of made me, like, sort of, like, realize, like, man, how much am I depending upon, like, this service here? I'm not even owning a lot of my stuff that I'm actually having on here. I mean, sure, the digital stuff's, like, licensing stuff and this and that, but... A better part of my week was, like, figuring out and really getting back into my PlayStation Vita and trying to recollect stuff. But before getting into that, I want to go back here to Justin. Man, what have you been doing, man? Uh, I have been enjoying the weather. I was <laughs> really good weather. Really, I don't know how that happened. Uh, <laughs> that was a really good intro. And oh, thank awesome, you. Awesome, Tyler. That was awesome. <laughs> That's what I do. Uh, <laughs> it's horrible. That's uh, what you I've do. I've been having a good week. It's it's been weird. I've been staring at my phone more than usual. Um, Pokemon Go does that to people. I almost ran over somebody. It's not. It's not good. Not good it's, at been, all. it's been a good week though. Besides that, <laughs> I But uh, um, dang, uh, it's, it's, it's been a good week and. Uh, this sounds horrible right now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. oh, man, don't feel so bad, dude. No, I mean, I actually, I've been enjoying you guys talking over here. It's made me smile. So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, no problem. Well, without well, anything like uh, do, man, let's go into what we've been playing. And, uh,. Uh, let's see. We'll save a lot of the Pokemon Go stuff for like a lot of the end of uh, our little things, though. So I'm gonna go ahead and go first Ooh. for 
a lot of uh, the gaming stuff because now I'm going to tie the rest of the Vita stuff in right here. So <laughs> during the week, I, I was going you. through a lot of the Vita stuff, like the downloadable games, and I had like about two or three actual full-on downloadable Vita games I could play on my Vita during my lunch break and stuff because that's what I do. Have a half an hour, eat lunch, play like maybe about ten minutes of the Vita, you know? So I'd be playing games like uh, Dekuro and like... Oh, man. I tried playing a little bit of Axiom Verge, but, you know, the thing about those type of games is they're kind of hard to play in bite-sized chunks. But, like, the game that I had been playing, and I played a lot of, like, even today, Killzone Mercenary. The thing about Killzone Mercenaries is it's one of the few Vita games that uh, is a first-person shooter. And akin to that, there's only, like, so many, like, decent first-person shooters on the Vita in and of itself. I mean, we've all pretty much heard about Call of Duty Declassified being turd, and we've all heard about, like, Borderlands 2, like, having some form of issues and stuff. But I would argue, though, hey, Borderlands 2, it's okay on the Vita. But if you want to say, like, a great first-person shooter or something that's really good and comparable, I would actually say that Killzone Mercenary is one of those games. Because I went in, like, knowing, okay, this is a new experience for me. I've never played, really, an in, like, a hardcore first-person shooter, like, made from the ground up for the PlayStation Vita. And I came away with my uh, impressions this week, like, really impressed because of the way the implementation for the touchscreen stuff was going, the implementation for how fluid the gameplay was. Hell, the dual twin sticks of the Vita and stuff like that felt really natural when I was going through and just... Like, uh, meleeing a lot of the hell gas and stuff like that. You know, and speaking of, like, melee stuff, I love the way that it controls, like, for how you take out, like, enemy soldiers using the melee stuff. So, basically, it sort of acts like a little quick time, a mini quick time event, where if you go forth, you can either tap the Vita screen or you can press the triangle. Give or choose, I usually do the triangle. And it goes into this, this slow motion, quick, like, uh, little timing-based, like, melee stuff. So, when you go and try to conduct this, an arrow appears, and you swipe inside the direction of it, and when you do that, it does a brutal melee kill of the enemy soldier, and I gotta say, I love doing it. It's so fucking cool, because it's like, you can do this, and all of a sudden you just freaking put like a combat knife in the dude's skull, or like, you just do it, just slit his throat, or just do all those other stuff. It's really fucking brutal, but at the (laughs) same point, it's really satisfying to do. But let's see, for this game, I decided to, like, give myself a little bit of an introductory thing, since, like I said before, my first hardcore shooter game on the Vita, I set it on the easiest settings, because I wanted to try to go through the game and enjoy what I can, and see if I want to play through it more. And I have to say, I am through three, I think about three, yeah, three stages like, three chapters of this campaign, and I think there's, like, only, like, eight chapters or so. So it's pretty hefty, I think, in terms of, like, single-player campaign-wise. I haven't touched the multiplayer yet, and I'm not too sure if I can without PlayStation Plus, which I think I can. I think I can. I haven't tried it, but I will soon. But, uh, yeah, the mission structure is sort of like how a basic first-person shooter is. It's like... You have a random story, you have to, you're hired on as a mercenary and stuff like that to try to combat and 
save like uh, enemy soul. Yeah, you know, like you have to save your friendly soldiers and stuff like that. Smite all the enemies like soldiers and stuff. The hell gas and this and that. So the the story is pretty much it's pretty much like uh, okay and sort of like a B movie action film type of way. But uh, like I said before, the gameplay is really solid. First person shooter stuff is really vivid and stuff. I had to adjust the sensitivity of the right analog stick a little bit because. You know, it was kind of slow for my liking and stuff. Another thing I can say right now is, for those who love to play Southpaw style of, like, game styles and stuff, there is an option where you can go forth and just switch the accesses and stuff for the X and Y accesses, which, that's really cool. I don't use it, but I know there's plenty of people who play Southpaw style, and uh, they really would probably enjoy that. What is Southpaw style? Well, Southpaw style is sort of a reversal of uh, rotation stuff for the analog stick. So, say you use the left analog stick to move and stuff your character, and then you use the right analog stick in order to control the camera. Yeah. Well, that reverses it to where the camera is controlled with the left stick and the movement with the right stick. Think so of, it's, you yeah. like that? Think of Metroid Prime Hunters. Tyler, you liked it like that? It's okay. On handhelds, I'll use it. Really? Uh, hmm. Think of Metroid Prime Hunters. Remember that? Where, like... I would use the AXYB yes. to move the camera. It's like the C stick yep. kind of on the yes. N64. Or yeah. like the C yep. buttons. I, mean. I would play these. Yeah. Just think of it like that. That's the best way for me to explain it to you. Up, down, left, that, right. Yeah, that was up, down, left, right. And then the left analog stick was... You made you so, made, you made those buttons a D-pad for you. Yes. Uh, more like totally the... totally weird. Yeah. It's, well, yeah, because you're, you're, you're normal. Um, <laughs> but it's like uh, skateboarding switch and <laughs> yeah. goofy um, or normal. I don't do it like I'm fine in regular handheld ga- uh, regular console games, but handhelds, yeah, definitely. Interesting. The only game that. that the only game I can really think of that does something That's similar in style is Kid Icarus Uprising. But then again, you're I using the stylus game. and stuff. It's a 3DS game. It's one game from 3DS I don't have. I want just because I've heard. It's so style, mixed of it? a thing. Like, it's super crazy awesome, but it sucks. That's the thing, though. You can use the stylus with, uh, for, well, for Kid Icarus Uprising and stuff, but Mm -hmm. the thing is, you can, you can switch the axes and stuff for, like, Southpaw style, but also you can switch the accesses for, like, say, if you want to look, like, particular directions, like, say how inside games, like the old Star Fox games and stuff, where if you press up in the D-pad, you can go down with your ship and go down... I love the, that. And that makes that sense. That type of stuff. Yeah, you can. You could. I think you can do the pretty much the same thing for the Kill Zone Mercenaries game as well. But uh, other than control styles and stuff, the game has a little in-game like uh, <laughs> like weapon shop. So in the middle of a mission, you can actually go forth, and once you take out a swarm of enemies, you can go to this one like arm shop and stuff that's located like with a little yellow skull marker or something. It's sort of like a Joker type of dealie. And you can upgrade, you can get your weapons, you can get your armor, you can get all these little fancy gadgets and stuff to where you can use them on the enemy soldiers. The one I had, uh, one I was using in one of the chapters required me to uh, tap the little red like circles and stuff like that that indicate the enemy soldiers. And I shoot missiles and like I take them out with like one, like, one little press of the button. It's, it's just... It's cool like that. I love the way that some of the features are implemented. It uses the features of the touchscreen really well, the front touchscreen. But let's see. That sounds awesome. It, reminds it is. Me of a Killzone Shadowfall. <laughs> where it used it, like the, the little touchpad. Yeah. It's the last and first game I've played that used it like that. 
Like some well, like you know, you push a map. But I love the way that it used that. I love how like you swipe up to like change your grenades or throw grenades. I forgot yeah. what it was, but it felt really fucking awesome to me. Well, that's the thing. If you yeah. like kills on Shadowfall, if you have a PlayStation Vita, I'd highly recommend giving Mercenaries a try. It's, it's, it's almost making me want to get a Vita somehow. Like I the want game... to get an old o- OLED one though, like the older version. Yeah. I really I've checked the prices for like Killzone Mercenary and stuff like that. It's $20 on the yeah. PlayStation Network store. And uh, for physical form, you can get it for about $25, possibly $30. Because the physical versions of like Vita games, they're a little bit more pricier since there's less runs of them. Yep. But uh, other than that, I went on a little bit of a shopping spree for uh, the <laughs> for obviously the PlayStation Vita as well. So... <laughs> With my last paycheck, I got a little Amazon card, and I actually ordered Tearaway, which I'm getting that in the mail come next nice. week. Mm. And uh, you saved it, for the show. Yeah, because we awesome. like you, you, you could have said like, "Oh, I'm getting it," but you didn't. That's awesome. Nice, nice yeah. surprise there. I'm yeah, I'm going to be cool. getting Tearaway for the PlayStation Vita pretty soon, but tonight. I went through and I got a little $20 PSN card with my current paycheck without it going forth and doing whatever. And uh, the games that I wanted to play that were locked out, like from PlayStation Plus, I ended up getting them. So I ended up getting Rogue Legacy, which I paid about $8 for. I don't give a shit about the PS Plus like price cut. I mean, I want to play the fucking game now. I don't want to wait until <laughs> I want to renew my subscription. I got that, Velocity 2X... I got a game called Taco Master, which I know sounds crazy <laughs> and fucking awesome. stupid, but oh, dude. I've heard good things about this game, and it's, it was only like three bucks on the the Vita, like the PlayStation Plus, like the PlayStation Store. But <laughs> the most interesting game I got out of that whole thing is the entirety of the Ratchet and Clank collection on the nice. Vita. Whoa. It was only for sale. It was a. It was for sale during the flash Is sale. That like PS3, that was... PS2, like no, 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 no. These were PS3. remakes of the old PS2 classic games. All three of the Ratchet and Clank games was for five ninety nine wow. for the Vita. So I See? got that. Got Taco Master. Got Velocity Two X and got Rogue Legacy for this flash sale in the span of like twenty bucks. I wish I wouldn't have got rid of the Vita. All those Vita games. Because... Now I have. That's awesome. <laughs> I really love the new Ratchet, Ratchet and Clank and damn. <laughs> but uh, yeah, sort of this week has been like a rediscovery of me playing the PlayStation yeah. Vita. So, without further ado, Tyler, what have you been playing? Um. Oh wow. Um. <laughs> for me, <laughs> uh, I was trying to think. I was like, like almost like a mid. I was like, I'll start to oh, wait. Give me a second. I was gonna take a good beer. Mm. Oh, that's some good stuff right there. Oh, yeah, it went down. Ooh. Oh, I literally hit the beer <laughs> to my mouth. You're like, hey, Tom, what are you playing? Oh, wow, okay. Whoa, wow. I'll drink later, <laughs> I guess. Um, <laughs> um, oh, shit. For me, I, I haven't played a lot this week. Um, yeah. Real quick, I finished Resident Evil 5 on PS4. Oh, you finished it? Yeah. Tyler. By yourself or with Jake? By myself. How okay. did the ending make you feel? The last chapter, chapter six, is fucking awful. Really? It does that classic. Like Resident Evil what? Six? Five. It turns into. <laughs> it's about bad Resident Evil six in the last chapter. Six. Um, it's a six thing. Where it turns into okay. uh, a, basically a 
shoot 'em up kind of game. Like the generic. Uh, and I complain about this a lot in my video games, where it's like it feels like the end is always is just kind of tacked on a little bit, where you just find onslaught enemies. I even complain yeah. about Doom, where I feel like that like you could you could took a level out of there almost, where like like one like the last two like the last three levels, one of them could be taken out or at least cut in shorter like a shorter section. Right. Um, just you just fight ways of enemies, and especially in this I game, they it. try to make it a. I get that, dude. Sur- yeah, uh, but and this is worse though. Where it's, it's it's supposed to be a survival horror game, but they want to make it like an action game at the same time. So they're like very slim on health and ammo, but they want to like have waves and waves of enemies. So the last chapter is awful. Um, the last boss is really bad as well, Wesker. Oh God! Uh, I don't feel bad about spoiling that. It's a seven-year-old game. You kill Wesker uh, in a volcano. Kind it's, of. It's awful. Maybe. Maybe eventually. <laughs> Who knows? Come back. Uh, he, he could come back. But uh, with his sweet sunglasses. It's so dumb. If he, he knows they're so back. cool. Shoot, they're pretty sweet glasses though. He throws them. In, he throws them like fifty feet and he catches them. It's amazing. Yeah. It's it's probably the best part of the whole game. Um, <laughs> that cutscene where he throws a sunglass at no you. Can see me. And you think you flinch I and he catches them and he punches you in the face. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. You're fine. Uh, the game, but I beat it. It's it's whatever. I don't have int- any interest uh, playing the game again as we're tra- playing chapter six, one through five. I'm like, this game is as bad as I thought it was. And I play chapter six. I'm like, this game is about as bad as I thought it was. Okay, <laughs> that last taste in your mouth. Yeah, that it's, one chapter you decided it all for you. Ate the fucking turtle shells and the AI, yeah. It's like the blue shell for the last 30 seconds of the lap. Yeah. Kind of thing. There you go. Uh, and, uh, Thank Mario you. Kart reference. Um, <laughs> I'm curious, though. Did you play that on normal mode? Uh, yeah. Uh, unlike, did you? Unlike another co-host of ours that who's not here this week, not to name names. Damn! Uh, who beat on James X- Field. Who, who beat on Xbox One and PS4 <laughs> on easy, and then played the game again on New Game Plus with their, up, mm. with, with their highly upgraded weapons on normal. How interesting. Not going to name names, but they're a regular sh- uh, host of the show. They're not here this week to narrow it down for you. <laughs> but um, send, send me who you think it might be in the show notes. Or send, put it on iTunes or YouTube <gasps> and let us know who you think it could be. Um, but yeah. So I beat that on normal. Go on rest uh, Yeah, you might be dead. We're all, you know. Uh, <laughs> uh, that game, yeah, it's whatever. Um, I don't regret to buy it, 20 bucks, but yeah, that, it's bad, uh, that last chapter. Um, but other games I played, uh, I picked up Ori and the Blind Forest, uh, Xbox One had a big summer sale over the weekend, uh, Justin made me buy Rise, uh, I talked about that last week. He forced him to. He forced me to, he he damn near pressed the button himself. With bottle opening point. Yes, um, but I played that, but the other game I bought was Ori and the Blind Forest, and uh, Justin saw me play a little bit of that. I played a little bit before he came over. I played a couple hours of it actually before that. Even. Uh, that game was really, really good. Uh, it, it is. It is a Metroidvania style game. Beautiful looking. What, yeah, with the beautiful art style. And very mus- much music. Yeah, I actually put on Twitter. Um, I thought the. I, um, I remember the exact quote I put on Twitter, but it's like. I, I put like essentially like. Playing Oriental Life Force earlier. Now I'm listening to the soundtrack. The soundtrack's fucking great. Something like that. I don't remember the exact quote. And then the actual composer of Warning the Blind Force liked that tweet. Oh. Which, kind of a cool thing. I thought it was a great kind of tweet. 
Just nice high five. That's pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> that's so cool. Uh, but that was kind of a cool thing. Uh, so, but that's a, that's a great soundtrack. Well, um, the game sucks. He says the game is great. No, uh, kidding. Shut up, Justin. I'll stab you. Yeah. We're not gonna talk. We're not talking about <laughs> <more> here now. <clears throat> but that, that game is a lot of fun. Uh, it's it, it looks, looks fun. Yeah, uh, measure evading kind of game. Justin solving playing the game, and I feel like a huge idiot. I spent like an hour on the wrong like. Focusing on the wrong thing, and then found oh yeah, I need to do this Dude, thing. Makes <laughs> you remember a game. Yeah, true. Um, but no, it's it's really cool so far. Uh, I'm definitely gonna keep playing it. I'm only a couple hours in. Uh, I, I mean, technically beat the first. Uh, I guess I think there's like four or five areas. I, I don't know. If I, I might be on the second one. Uh, for all I know, um, but it's it is an excellent game. It's gorgeous. Uh, soundtrack is amazing. Uh, I'm gonna keep playing it. Uh, it came out like last year, um, and there's been a few times. I talked about on the show like a few times where I came really close uh, to buying an Xbox One and or the Blind Forest. And just talking about before the before the podcast that he, he's te- he was tempted to buy an Xbox One just because of Cuphead. And what else? But I played it already. Rise. Inside. Oh, okay. I can see Rise. Uh, um. But um, and rise, yeah, and rise. But uh, Oregon Blind Forest was like that rise. was that first game to me that like made me want to get an Xbox One. Uh, there's there's a couple times that like, 2013, like I think uh, 2013 and 2014, where I kind of I could have bought an Xbox One, and I didn't, and like I almost kind of regret not buying it at now because I could have played this game a long time ago. Like I wish I would have played this game like last year, because this would be this is like a, would be my my game of the year list kind of game. You know, it's so far. And that's only a few hours. It still in. can be, in my opinion. Can be what? Mm-hmm. It can be on the game of your list. No, it's your first year playing it. No, it came out 2015. <laughs> Therefore, it's disqualified. Okay. It could, it could be. You gotta my, have rules. It's true. It could be my my best old game. Okay. List. You gotta mention it, maybe. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna be mentioned. Um, but I'm gonna keep playing through it. Um, it's it's it's. I'm enjoying it quite a bit right now, especially right now where there's. Summertime, not a lot of shit coming out for a while. Um, but no, great. Uh, a couple other things, real quick. Uh, I beat Inside again. Really? Uh, yeah, I and I went through and I got all the uh, the side stuff, so I got all thousand points of achievements. Wow! I will admit, I had to look up two of them. I had no fucking idea where they were, so I had to go I don't back know how and you did it. them. And then I I I went ahead and just looked up the secret ending. You know, I could have done it. Secret ending, you had to get that to collect all 14 uh, side uh, secret things. And it's, it's whatever. It was awesome, wasn't it? was a secret thing. Yeah, no, you didn't give me a goddamn achievement when you, when you played the game, Justin. So no, it's I didn't fine. give you anything. I'm sorry. It's fine. Whatever. I, yeah, it's whatever. <laughs> uh, but anyways, so I found all those. Like I said, I look up two of them just because, wow. I think it's so easy to miss. Some, some of them are. Uh, but that game... Not as good the second time, but it's still a good game. Uh, it, it's it's just because like you know it, it's almost kind of annoying. See. Just because like you know we have to do it's like oh, I gotta do these seven things to get through this room. You feel almost too like a genius now. Yeah, almost like, like, like too, uh, smart for this too smart for this. Especially the because it made me this smart. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's, the one big thing to me and my spoilers, the twenty man one you have to do with to get 20, get the twenty slaves to get through the um, the <laughs> section. But that was really... That's what you call them the slaves. They essentially were. It's funny, because... 
They kind of were. It, 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 it's all into interpretation. That is funny. That's what I said, too. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, that's the way I look at it. You have a thing that controls them, so they're slaves to me. Um, but they're that, slaves to something. Um, <laughs> yes, they are. Uh, um, <laughs> but um, that mission was that part was kind of annoying just because you know exactly what to do. It's like, I was like, oh, I, I get, just... I get that. But um, there's gonna be I, a few parts that were like that. I think. Yeah, um, but it was fun to go through again and just try to find the secrets. Um, so that game's still good, still a great game. Uh, and I also bought a video ball on PS4. It's ten bucks. I want to play a few games. It is a um, almost, I guess the best way to describe it, air hockey esque kind of game, uh-huh. where it's like your uh, triangles. Air hockey. Uh, it's two versus two. I think you can do three versus three. Uh, I'm more doing local stuff, basically by myself playing. Uh, but you can pick how many balls you want on the screen at the same time. Uh, three is kind of like the normal game. It's just knocking into that person's. Uh, that basically the other side of the screen and it's first to ten uh, but it is a super fun kind of game it's on PS4 it's on Xbox One I believe Steam as well um, I don't really know how to describe it other than it's an air hockey kind of game where it's just like but you have three of these balls and it's you can, like fun dude it, you can charge up <laughs> shots and it's like you can hold the, the any button any like the circle square triangle uh X, or if you want to do Xbox One, X, Y, A, and uh, hold it, and you can actually create blocks that, like, if a shot hits the block, it stops. Or you can, like, charge them up a certain amount of time, and, like, it's just, like, a super strong shot, but if the other person hits it, it hits all momentum, goes back your way, kind of thing. It's a fun little game. Sounds Uh, fun. Yeah, I want to... Go ahead. Picture it in real life on the air hockey table. Yeah. It might not be as fun as you think, with three arms on one three foot side it's fun but I will, in this game I think it's going to be fun yeah I, it's different <laughs> I played a game when it was just like one one ball mm-hmm. and it's not very fun it's fucking crazy hard not hard it's it's a long game but, I think I, I think I need to see this game um sometime I I never heard of it until I listened to I, Giant Bombs I've never heard of it either uh David Lang from Iron Galaxy mm-hmm. was on the recent mm-hmm. episode and uh, this past week's episode, and he actually Iron Galaxy made this game. Oh, or will pu- publish it, or they were part of it, anyways. They jump in later on, uh, but that's how I heard of it. And then I checked out the quick play on YouTube. I'm like, oh, this game looks really cool. And then I just went ahead and bought it. And I'm actually this game is really cool. Um, so I'm having fun with that. Maybe play like 45 minutes to an hour of it. Probably play like 10 games all together. But it's fun. It's really cool. Uh, it's ten bucks. Highly recommend. At least going out on YouTube and looking it up. Uh, for yeah. the very least, no, it sounds very interesting. It's a simplistic game, but it's kind of it's really cool at the same time. Um, I like that. But I guess that's what I've been playing. All right then, Justin. What about you? Oh, man. Um. Well, I've been playing one thing. Can you right. call it a game? Maybe. <laughs> I've been playing Pokemon Go. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, so we're gonna jump in here. Yep. Yeah. Probably yeah. gonna jump in here. Well, uh, you go ahead and talk. Um, I don't know why. I don't know how I'm playing this game. I told my I had no interest at all. I said it last yeah. week. I'm, I'm kind of repeating myself. Uh, but 
or as soon as I saw the Pokemon, it's like, it's very nostalgic. I can't believe it's been 20 years since this game came out. Yep. Pokemon Go has been out for 20 years? Uh, well, not Pokemon <laughs> like Go. This, this, our, yeah, this Pokemon, the franchise. Like, it's it's crazy that it's been 20 years. Mm-hmm. That's insane. And also, uh, like, I feel like this game, or whatever it is, is a, a phenomena. Like, I really do. Like, I, I haven't... I, I go to work with people of all ages, uh, mm-hmm. 18 and above. And uh, I'm hearing people like 60 talk to me about Pokemon. Like, <laughs> I can't think of a, a, a band, a movie, a show, anything where so many people from uh, different opinions and... Uh, Directions have come at me saying something about Pokemon Go. It's insane to me. Like, I... I I don't know if it's a good thing. It's just insane to me. I think it is sort of a good thing because... I think it is too. Because look at it this way. (laughs) Pokemon. Pokemon as a franchise. (laughs) Like, uh... When it first came out and stuff inside the U.S., it was already a smash hit in Japan, like from 96 onward and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But the thing is, when it started really becoming a phenomenon, when it came to the United States and all of the other stuff, and it sort of faded out of a re- relevance after, like, uh, Pokemon the Movie 2000 and stuff like that, and that just started to wane down until, like, just right now, you know, because I see it more as uh, another emergence of... Uh, another like boom for pokemon you know yeah. because you had x yeah. and y was sort of like a reboot for like certain generational stuff but with pokemon go this is something entirely new and it feels like a brand new pokemon game but not yeah. like anything traditional stuff but at the same time it's different it feels different it's it feels deep in its own way yes exactly there was you know, it's, it's probably not as complex of, as some of like the newer pokemon games i haven't played well, they're but I feel not like it maybe, is also complex in some other ways. Like not like that though, but there are certain complexities to Pokemon Go. I mean, if you really don't go inside, because the game doesn't really explain too much other than no. like some of the bare bone tips that the, the professor gives you. But uh, yeah, I I can it more to like just another boom of Pokemon, just going here and there, because that's what I can really compare it to, because. Even back then, you know, people were really into Pokemon. The kids were all abuzz with it, like, from the late 90s and stuff when a lot of us were growing up. We were there when a lot of the Pokemon yep. stuff first started hitting. And now, 20 years later, it seems like another boom is happening and people everywhere want to play Pokemon Go. Yeah. And, like, I went to a, a bar downtown. Yeah. And I was sitting at my own table with my buddy from work, and I was... Uh, there's a couple chicks and a couple dudes sitting across the table. One was like, one girl is like, "Will you talk to me to this other guy?" Because my friend's playing Pokemon Go, and I have to ask myself: As this girl play Pokemon Go as a child, or Pokemon as a child? Yeah. Or is she like just you know some person that plays mobile games and this one caught her attention? I have no hmm. idea. But the whole time, she was staring at her her screen, not 
caring about what these people were saying to each other. These <laughs> drunk human beings. And it was, it was interesting to watch. Yeah. Like, and I, got, I actually uh, talked to a guy who was completely thinks that Pokemon Go is retarded. Yeah. I talked to him that night. He's talking about how, like, I live downtown. I want to throw firecrackers at these people because they're, like, <laughs> loud and annoying. And what, what is going on down here, you know? This place, like, what is happening? Uh, and this guy also told me, he's, like, kind of a hypocrite. He's like, I still play Ingress and all this stuff. <laughs> like, so at the end, it's, like, kind of like, okay. Play the exact same game. Like, you're playing the, the same game, but it's not even as interesting to me. Yeah. But, like, you're complaining about these guys. Like, I get if they're being loud and shit like that. You live downtown. I understand that. We live downtown. Uh, downtown's supposed to be loud. Sculpture Park. Yeah. Uh, get over it, dude. But, yeah. No. <laughs> I think this game's pretty cool. I did never... I never planned on even downloading this game and uh I've had a lot of fun okay just just seeing I've forgotten lots of things I just found out that Poliwag has two transformations after that yeah mm-hmm. and I don't know which one Poliwrath is third is that the third third well the thing about Poliwrath inside like the um, it's part of the first generation so yeah, it's two evolutions, Pokemon, you know. It's Poliwag, Poliwhirl, and then Poliwrath. Because I thought when the the fossil Pokemon cards came out, I thought that was a new generation. That's the same generation. No, but it was it's the same, same generation. generation. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's just interesting. Uh, yeah. Downside, though, is problems I've had. Not like, you know, it's free, but like, at the same time, uh, the worst problems I had I experienced today, today, I think it's like me and Tyler were talking about it. It's like, it's the first weekend with this game, basically. Yeah. And I think a, a lot more countries have been thrown onto this game. I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but I feel like it might. So, the thing is, actually, it's funny. We, so, Justin and I actually went out to like downtown earlier today and played mm-hmm. a bunch of it. Had a lot of problems with servers, connection issues. Uh, apparently, there were uh, there was a, a DDoS attack. Really? Story. And I told Justin before the sh- uh, before we even went downtown to play the game, I couldn't get on all morning. Oh. And really? then uh, apparently that's when it started. And then like s- afternoonish when we started going down there is when it started getting better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was a big problem. Why? Apparently there was issues, and they had at least at the very least they had server server issues. Yeah. Um. And like, like, it was like bad. we talked about. Yeah, it was bad. Like, we, the game was con- probably half a dozen times it froze us a piece. Yeah. And there was like tons and tons of times where we couldn't even connect to the game. Um. But just kind of look at the game itself. Uh, it's funny to me because like I remember when we first talked about uh, Nintendo going to the mobile market. You said that you didn't talking to Justin here. That you were you don't want any games like you hope like more games like Mitomo where you didn't get interested in. As far as like you don't want them like super in depth. You didn't want to make them anything like where you like you, gave, you put too much time into it. Like you wanted them to be things you weren't really interested in. Yeah, and it's kind of funny that I was like Pokemon Go second game out and it's like you're kind of hooked on it. Everybody's hooked on it. 
And I agree with you. Like, I was, I agree with you at the time. I agree with you now. Where I kind of wanted Nintendo to go into the, the mobile market and not release anything that, like, was super awesome where we got cooked into it. Um, but at the same time, like, this is fucking really cool. <laughs> what's happening. Yeah. This is it. No. This is a you're right. phenomenon. It is um, a fucking phenomenon. Yeah. Um, Jake's not here this week because allegedly... He's not playing Pokemon Go he right is, now. Right now. Uh, that, what he told us earlier is he's going to play Pokemon Go tonight. And, yeah. And, and next week he says he won't play it as much. Yeah. So it's like, it sounds like a uh, addict. Pagu. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's like, I, I won't, I'm just going to do some heroin tonight. You know, next tomorrow time I'll, I'll, I'll be as much heroin. heroin. Yeah. Um, Which, you know, you can see how it happens. You can see how it happens. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah. I don't know. I think it's a cool thing. I'm not nearly into it as much as other people are. Uh, I don't think, anyways. Uh, today was probably the most I really put into it. Like I, uh, I, I think I caught like 50, 60 Pokemon today alone. That's right. Wow. And I, and that was like a lot of Pokemon I caught were like around that around like my like where I live at, like within a few square square blocks of where I live, uh, just driving around stuff like that. Um, <clears throat> but. It's still a cool game. I think it's kind of cool. The idea, in theory, is pretty cool. Um, yeah, I just... I don't know. It's cool. I, that's really what I'm going to say. Like yeah. I said last week, my expectations were very low for this game. Me too. Uh, and it's definitely blown past what I thought it could have been. Mm-hmm. I, I think likewise for, for the people that made it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I really Niantic, do. Yeah. Yep. This game's got some legs on it. That's for sure. Oh yeah, it's number one. If they keep updating it. This is a lot better than fucking Mutomo, like That's for sure. Things. Yeah, and it's the number one grossing game uh, on I, I oh, already applied by a long, by a large margin. So. Here's some fun statistics too. During this week, cool and scary. <laughs> like during this week in particular, the app Pokemon Go was more used than say Twit, than Twitter, yep. Facebook. And even certain website statistics and stuff for like mobile stuff, the thing was more popular than fucking porn. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't happen porn. very often. It hap- yeah. That does not happen couple, every few years. Something comes out and actually over um, Fallout even Four. Even for an yeah, Fallout Four was that <laughs> last year actually. Yeah, and that was just for like the first day. Like that was kind of like the first week. We're so people have stopped two. fapping and gone outside to go ahead and just like well, you know, have well, social lives. Fapping, fapping is never going to go away. <laughs> Uh, but they might have, you know, we'll cut right back, back or fapped in other ways to get. To the, well, anyway, I don't want to know about their fapping habits. Whatever you're gonna do, the fap, <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think it's it, it's cool. It's just kind of like it's great being an adult and the fact that Pokemon's kind of cool again, and you almost don't like. I was I was at work. I've been at work this week, um, and there's people at work like I I had very little to no conversations with yep in the seven months or so i've been there and i've had more conversations with these people because of pokemon go yeah this week alone than i have you know since i've been there it's because they're playing it too and it's just it's just, it's a cool <laughs> phenomenon who knows how long it's gonna last i mean it could be in three weeks um you know by august we maybe no one cares anymore maybe but for right now it's 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 a crazy thing. I mean, Justin and I went downtown today. Went to what's called a sculpture car, sculpt, sculpt, sorry, sculpture park um, in our area, and um, I don't know. There's probably 150 people there. 
all of them on their phones trying to catch Pokemon. And they weren't, it wasn't just like nerdy looking people. It was just like, it wasn't like young people. It wasn't kids. It wasn't our people our age. It was old people, like older people, old people, people our age, kids, teenagers. It was just like everyone. Every walk of life out there was, there was one, at least one of each out there trying to play uh, Pokemon Go. There was, uh, we, were, we were walking around, there was couples holding hands. When they're holding hands, and then the other hand, they each throw their cell phone out, playing Pokemon Go, kind of stuff. Huh. It was just, it was crazy. I don't Dude. When we got there. I'm just like, I have never seen anything like this in my entire life. This game is literally bringing people together. Yeah, most definitely. That's fucking crazy to me. Yeah. Oh well, I guess with all that said and done, I think let's get into our news here. Okay. <laughs> so the news thing, obviously, since it's like the middle of July, it's kind of sparse for the week. But at the same time, we do have some positive, of, like positive announcements and stuff right here. Like for example, we are more active now on YouTube than we've ever been. Why? Because we have our own little YouTube site, our own YouTube page. Pardon me, our own YouTube page and stuff. Generation Gaming now on YouTube. We've got a whole slew of freaking videos that we've got uploaded up. Basically, Justin's been doing a lot of playthrough stuff. I thought I've seen some Resident Evil, possibly. I've seen some, like... Just, Justin, what have you been dude, playing here, dude? Everything. Well, for, like, a <laughs> while now. But it's just, like... I just... I pretty much start recording everything I play. Yeah. And I don't oh, have, like, go. audio... I think I will maybe sometime soon. I need to look more into that. Try yeah, that's figure that's out the how to thing, do it. Man. It'd be weird. It's kind of weird talking to yourself. Yeah, it's, kind of. I've like tried it before. There is a video it. of me playing Race to Sun uh, oh, by myself. It's on our YouTube channel if you want to uh, check that out. <laughs> well, the thing about that is, if you do it via like PlayStation, like place like share feature on your PlayStation Four and stuff. Yeah, the audio from that's not going to go ahead and, like, translate onto the YouTube and stuff. So, if you have, like, say, a microphone, you have things, like, gone forth. I actually went through the process one time of uh, transferring the content data from the video that was from PlayStation Share, transferring to the computer, recording a little bit of commentary over it and stuff like that, what I was wow. playing and stuff like that. Yeah, it's it's kind of a little bit of a task, though, but at the same point, there are other... There are other type of like software things that do it better, but uh, but yeah, we are making more of an effort to go through and presenting you guys, our faithful listeners, with some YouTube content. So if you really wanted to see how our gaming style is kind of different and stuff like that, Tyler's got some videos. Man, I almost <laughs> I almost called Justin. Jake. <laughs> <laughs> Justin's yeah. got his videos and stuff. I'll do something of the sort. I mean, yeah, hell. I work 40 hours a week, so does Tyler, and Justin does whatever, you know. So. <laughs> no offense to Justin, he works too. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, real quick to butt in, though. It's just, um, this channel's been around for a while. Um, mm. We, for a little bit there, um, about a year ago, we did a, we were posting the shows on, uh, we were posting the, pod, the audio version of the podcast on YouTube, and also we're doing exclusive bonus content. And uh, I don't know what happened to it. We just kind of it's just kind of stopped happening. Uh, we kept recording the bonus content, but um, 
we just it never got uploaded kind of thing. It just uh, never got uploaded, and we just kind of it just stopped being posted. Uh, I've never been once one of a YouTube kind. Of, I never really got understood the whole thing. It part of it my fault because I didn't really try to learn it. Um, no, over the last few days, that. I've looked to a little bit more. Uh, I found our password to our YouTube channel, yep. and I looked to it. Passwords. I know, right? So hard to remember. It's difficult when only one person knows oh the password God. to it. Uh, <laughs> and the login information to it. So I finally got that information. Uh, so I've been putting a lot of uh, our old content onto the channel. Uh, for now on, the show, our, our um, iTunes podcast, um, our general, the Jingy podcast will be going on YouTube as long cool. as iTunes as well. So if you're on either or, if you're on iTunes, listen to us right now. Check us, up, check us out on YouTube at Generation Gaming. Uh, subscribe to us. There's a lot of videos on there. We're going to be doing a lot more videos on there as well. Now that mm-hmm. I kind of understand it better. Um, things like that. So we'll be doing a better job make sure the stuff gets on there. And hey, same with, on if you're on YouTube right now listen to us, check us out on iTunes. We're also on there as well. Um, it also look, makes us look better with downloads as well. So uh, we greatly appreciate it if you just check us out on there. I love yep. for you. Go ahead. Oh yeah, most definitely. You know, <laughs> a, a dream of mine. Someday we'll be like, Video podcast too, yeah, that'd yeah. Be cool. that'd be really interesting. Yeah, I, not, I, not I, right now, but sometime. Sometime in the future, it'd be pretty cool. Yeah, if we can all just yeah, if we can get together and just do a po- <laughs> video podcast, or like have like you know, split screen. I be, I just want to do. I want to get all together and do. A I live would podcast. love that even more, Tyler. Yeah, you're right. Life goal <laughs> is to do a, a live podcast in, in the flesh. In the flesh. Yes. Oh yeah, naked. That'd be really cool. Um, <laughs> that's the ultimate dream, obviously. <laughs> Uh, obviously, I mean, come on, seriously. Yes, look at us now. Yeah, sexy, <laughs> sexy oh. beast, baby. Well, anyway, yeah. speaking of the future, when it comes to like certain topics and stuff, yeah, you know, for like Nintendo and everything and stuff, we've already went inside Pokemon Go. We've said our thoughts and things, but Nintendo yep. also had like another little announcement. This was sort of a literally a toss out of left field. It was literally a curveball thrown over the home plate of Nintendo of like Nintendo fans everywhere here, mm-hmm. where Nintendo did something really out of the ordinary. They especially actually, for I know, especially for them, they went forth and announced that there is going to be a smaller version, a Nintendo Mini. A remaster of, like, say, of their original Nintendo console. Only it's more miniaturized. You can connect it via HDMI cables. It looks like an exact replica of the Nintendo Entertainment System. But <laughs> the thing is, there are 30 games built into this device. So it's sort of like how like companies have gone through in the past. Say, Sega has partnered with companies before to release, like built-in, like, games and stuff like that with their ROM emulations and stuff for oh, yeah. their classic Son- like Sega games and stuff, like Sonic Atari the Hedgehog, so on. Yeah, exactly. Like, Atari did it with 2600. ColecoVision has done it with theirs. Yep. Now Nintendo is doing its own version inside the retro game sphere. And, uh... HDMI. Let me tell you something. <laughs> this is a really exciting news announcement, too, because... Yes. The games that are going to be packaged with this device, with this remastered NES, it's going to be crazy because not only do you have all three of the Super Mario Brothers games, you got games like Castlevania, you got games Zeldas. like you got both Zeldas, you got Metroid, you got Final Fantasy, Doctor Mario, 
Excite Bike, man, even things like Balloon Fight, you know, which is oh awesome my. in and of itself. Oh, but I love that game, dude. Oh man, I mean, yeah, there's some stinkers in there too, but mm-hmm. maybe like one or two, you know, like there's Ice Climbers many, or something like that. But there's not many. A lot of the games you would have ended up paying five dollars a piece on yes. their eShop service. On Which the Wii, was, on the Wii U, on the 3DS eShop. Just the games alone, I believe. I had it written down, but I don't have a notepad here. The thing like is... 150 some dollars. Yes, you would have to have paid like over $150 for the digital versions just of these the games. Yep. Just for the digital versions. But, if you were going to be like, say, old school and probably like get it for the NES and all these other carts and the same things, it would have cost you a hell of a lot more oh. because the NES is harder to come by. Especially if the 72-pin connector of the device works correctly, which, you know what, for those oven <laughs> those oven models of the NES, like the toaster oven models Huge. of the NES, it's not as easy. <laughs> but for this thing, they are going to sell it for $60. That is crazy. For the yeah. price of a full-on game, you get 30 of the best, of some of the best NES games. I agree. Of the entire system. On November 11th of this year. Dude. Justin, Can take it honest? away. Okay. <laughs> to be honest with you, I honestly thought in some crazy weird way that the NX was going to be like the NES again. Like, yeah. Well, it's going to be the NES. Yeah. Somehow brought back and like, let's bring the shit back. Nostalgia. Nostalgia. And, uh, like, this this is, like, kind of in the same thing a little bit, but it actually kind of surprised me. Like, like you were saying, Atari 2600, Sega has done this stuff, Nintendo has never done this yet. Yeah, and they're and the most super crazy. notable. Fits in your hand, it's got more than one save state to each game. Yep. Uh, most importantly to me, actually, a save state's pretty awesome. But, like, the HDMI thing. Like, there's people selling mods of old consoles with HDMI mod, like mods. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, super crazy expensive. Mm-hmm. And this is this thing literally fits in your hand. It's 60 bucks. Like, I'm curious to see. I'm so curious to see. I love the games on this thing. There's a couple that I don't like, like you were saying. Like, maybe I don't right. not like them, but they're, you know... Not, not as they're not the gems. Uh, this is oh yeah to you I, personally. Maybe. I mean personally, I've said like ice climbers. Is, is that Kirby game, Adventure on this game? Yes, Kirby's Adventure is on this. Please thing. try to play Kirby Adventure. Kirby, I think, is a mislooked franchise that is incredible. And you the original, try, the original one that. is awesome. It's, yeah. like, it's like the end of the life. It's always like the end of the life cycle of the console. It released like and around ninety three on the NES. <laughs> it looks incredible, dude. What about Warrior Woods. No, not yeah. Wario's Woods. No. There's no Wario's oh, Woods. On here. <laughs> but Castlevania 2 Simon's Quest okay, is. It. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Uh, no, like for me personally, what what a what a cool gift you could give somebody. And I'm, I'm so curious to see how this sells compared to like modern oh, consoles. I'm oh, so dude. curious. It's crazy. I am already hearing rumblings from my friends, not like on Facebook, like so people who I know as friends. <laughs> I even yeah, had I some, some random. I have most of these games, dude. 
I even had like today when I was at the gas station, help like uh, getting you know getting some gas and stuff for uh, my little gas can and stuff to do like lawn stuff. I went inside, I paid for the gas, and the guy recognized my Nintendo shirt that I was wearing, which I wear a Mario shirt on occasionally, and he specifically asked me about that NES, that mixed little NES thing today. And I'm like, the mini, holy uh, shit. It's like, are they really coming out with like a, like a new NES? Like, yes. Yes. There's <laughs> all this other shit, dude. It's, it's crazy how word gets around so quickly now, but it's also exciting because this yeah. could be a potential another hit. And it's, it's coming out right for the holiday, which I mentioned. And that's, that's totally cool. I'm just so curious what this what is it, what it's going to do, like, sales-wise. Tyler, you've been oddly silent. Why don't you chime in a little bit? <laughs> um, I guess for me, I'm... I'm happy for the people that are happy about it. For me, it does nothing for me. Uh, okay. The biggest is... What really sucked was I found out that there's gonna be no like virtual console support. I think that'd be a really cool thing. Whereas it's like, oh, you can add to this game. Yeah, like, like for this, that system, you hook this thing up. You hook this thing up with your TV, and also it has like built-in Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. You can go and you can buy other NES games for three bucks, five bucks, whatever. Yeah, I think it's a big missed opp- opportunity there. Yeah, no, um, it's a great. Don't get me wrong, it's a great deal. Sixty bucks, thirty of the biggest games on the console. That's awesome. Uh, for those people that want that, that's not my cup of tea. But I, I feel like there's a, another missed opportunity where you could easily like put a good chunk of the library on there, and for a few bucks a piece, sell some of these things. That's really it. I really don't have much to add to that. That's I do. Cool. Yeah. I do agree with you, Tyler. That uh, yeah, that not being able to like download additional stuff. I mean. Essentially, this is just like a analog sort of box with just things like the ROMs and everything else built in. Yep. But my main issue with this is like whether or not the quality will be there because other devices of this type before they've always had some sort of hitches or yeah, like hardware flaws. Like for example, when I bought that Sega Genesis one with the built-in games and everything else like that, the whole sound card of the thing was an octave higher than what it's supposed to be for songs and stuff, and it drove me fucking crazy. That'd be weird. Not, not only that, though, but it also leads me to think that with the NX, when that eventually comes out, there's a possibility that backwards compatibility may not be a thing. Think about it. If Nintendo goes ahead and this thing is going to be a massive success, you know, the whole renewed NES and stuff, the Nintendo Mini, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Then there is room for them to do a Super Nintendo one, and a Nintendo 64 one, and a Game Boy, and all this other stuff. Why the hell would you want to do a virtual console on your next console? You're going to focus on the newer stuff. You already have the Wii U on the market. People can go ahead and buy little games and stuff they can for that, but... For the NX, they're probably going to focus on their newer games. I, I will say no one knows what a, a Wii U actually is. Yeah. And the NES is Fair like point. the perfect way to in, reinvigorate just what it started as. And that's what pretty the, incredible to me to think exactly. about. Exactly. And with They're Nintendo. actually to the point now where they're like, here's a miniature of our original system. Like, that to me in itself, like, even if I don't want the thing, is pretty crazy i'm curious to see what it does and it's a lot better it's a lot better in advertising curious 
it's a lot better. Like, than, yeah. Almost everyone, at least, I don't know. Like, most people know what, like, an NES controller looks like. Yeah. It's like, I'm, I'm so, I'm more curious than anything business-wise. What, like, I feel like this is a great tool. Yeah. For something. Definitely. Like, they're using it, like, they waited a long time. And they waited long enough for it to make a, a difference. I don't think I think so too. At all, like I just I feel like if they would have came up with this like ten years ago, it would have been like another thing like the Sega that like you're talking about the bad sound and like mm-hmm. I I hope the NES Mini is not like that. I hope it's like really awesome, and I hope that it uh, it makes people remember. I t- uh, I'm talking to pe- like kind of like Pokemon Go. I was talking to people about this. That I've never talked about games with before. Like, that game's got fucking Castlevania on it. Like, this little thing. And, mm-hmm. like, they're crazy about it. Because like, I was on KCCI News, which is like a local Des Moines news station. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and they, like, they've been talking about this. And, like, they're excited. So I'm, I'm so curious to see what happens. It's interesting. Like, because advertisement-wise... It's completely new, but it's just the way and the timing, is, you know? It's the original Nintendo is the most recognized video game console, barring, like, other types of, like, uh, things that preceded before it, and even, like, consoles now, but the thing is, that's more recognizable than, say, the Wii U in terms of advertising, in terms of things. If you show somebody a Nintendo, they'll know what games they're going to be on there, or what type of experiences they could have, unless they're really young, you know, but... A lot of us, like, say, around our age range or even older, they remember the NES. And that nostalgia factor is going to play a huge role for Nintendo to be really quite successful. Yeah, I'm super curious as to what this does. I will say, man. How is the plan of the NX? I know. That's what I started thinking about, too. I feel like it's also the first thing, the first item, the first product, product that you can buy as a part of their, like, not Wii U... Not 3DS signs at the stores, but Nintendo. Yeah. yeah. Like, I feel like it's the first product of that. Like, that's going to be in that case with that stuff. Nintendo of 10 years ago would have never done this. No. Because they're so conservative with their titles. They're so conservative how they want to do things. And this is just really radical type of thinking by them. You know? So, it's going to be more interesting seeing how not only the profit sales from that features, but other than that, yeah, this is going to be an exciting rest of the year. But, yes, uh, indeed. <laughs> so, let's go ahead here and go into our next topic right here. So, basically, there were a bunch of websites that were reporting upon supposed YouTubers paid for like positive reviews or something like that and like a couple here for like Counter-Strike Go stuff but the thing about it was that a lot of these news articles and stuff like that you know there is a lot of fluff piece gossip pieces and stuff around the internet in terms of not only just news sites but also like gaming news especially and (laughs) one of the major clickbait type of things is they go ahead and they say that so and so does this so and so does that but one of the major players that was really accused of, like, being bought out for reviews was YouTube personality PewDiePie. hmm And he's later went on to, like, post his own little YouTube video and response and stuff and actually quite put it inside of a, like, a really professional and delicate way in terms of how he handled this whole situational stuff. 
I mean, you can go ahead if you're a fan of PewDiePie, see his little reply video, which I, yeah, like I said, it's quite well done. Mm-hmm. But. It reminds me of like a good South Park episode. Kind of does, in a and way. It kind of shows you, like, he followed the right shit the whole time, and, like, everything else. Like, it's just. They're even wrong on the timing of everything, and, like. Yeah. You guys can believe what you want to, though. I, I love that. Like, that was like, a really good video. I'm glad you shared that, Tyler. That was good watch oh yeah let's see so Tyler what do you think about um, this whole thing for me like my big problem is yeah definitely like they put PewDiePie a lot of big um, gaming websites put PewDiePie in the, in the headlines because he's the biggest YouTuber out there of course um, and I get why they did it doesn't mean it's right uh, but I get why the YouTubers did this did the the videos with Shout Out Mordor doesn't mean it's right I think both cases, everybody was wrong. I think this is a case where, like, I thought PewDiePie made a really good video where he defended himself and made some good arguments where, like, hey, I put it, the, I put it in, the, in the show notes this was sponsored by. But at the same time, he did not put out there, like, hey, I was paid to say nice things about this. These videos are not posted without the approval of Warner Brothers. Like, Warner Brothers watches these videos and makes sure I said the right thing. My problem is, when you look at what Warner Brothers' contract said, and this isn't new news, like, this stuff leaked out almost immediately after Shadow Mortar came out. Yes, it did. These, these contracts. But it just kind of came out in a boogie. Uh, yeah. Um, even, yeah, like, uh, these, Jim Sterling was talking about these two years ago. Yep. Or about a year and a half ago when this game first came out. The mm-hmm. contracts are out there for YouTubers about, like, we want you to focus on these things. You can't talk about um, Hobbit or Lord of the Rings. We don't <laughs> want you to talk about that. We want you to focus on the... Um, the main, the big system, I can't remember what it's called, Nemesis system. Yep. The yep. Game. When you focus on this, these things, and like, you, you, it was very much like, not so much, it wasn't a review, it was more of a, uh, just kind of like, it's a let's play kind of thing, but you gotta focus on the positives. Can't say anything negative about these things. And they right. were given, and PewDiePie was given five figure sums for this, uh, kind of thing. So, and I felt, like I said, I, I, I sent a message to you guys with a video earlier, and I thought he made a good point defending himself, but at the same time, I feel like people bitch constantly about, oh, I don't trust GameSpot, I don't trust guy, IGN, I don't trust these guys because they get paid off or they don't get they didn't get enough money so they give them a better review. Mm-hmm. And, but then like this came out and we have actual proof that YouTubers are using this and PewDiePie. Um, I mean, I'll give him props because he came out right away, even in the, at the time, and he put in there Warner Brothers sponsored this video, and there are people who didn't even put in their videos anywhere right. at all. Yeah, exactly. Sponsored. And so they completely. It was a really well made video. Yeah, um, and I, I he still did. I I still think um, he was he did, he did a good job. He was probably the best of the, the evils in this case. Where like hey, this is sponsored by them, but he didn't tell the whole truth. He told the hey, a sponsored by these guys. We knew the whole truth. He didn't tell the whole truth about it. Like you know, like I had a, I had to contractually tell you these things in this video. And I think this is worse than a game spot like possibly maybe given the positive view because these guys paid you off. Like, we have proof that this company, we have the contracts out there. The government has fined these guys, uh, Warner Brothers Studios, for this. And they are, by law, broke the law um, for this. Which is a shame. Yeah. 
it's most people working there probably aren't like that, you know. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it takes one hassle kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, in this case, there's it sounds like there's a lot of assholes in the YouTube community, and then mm-hmm. you know, the reason I think it's worse than a, a website doing it is because these are actual people we're, like we're listening to, we're watching things like that. The the we people like us like when we watch a reviewer or a let's play whatever, we are more guided towards them. We we are more attracted to those people because it's a personality. It's a person. It's not a nameless review that we read on, like I, the Metal Gear Solid Five review. I read that. I read every single one I could find in all the big websites. I couldn't tell you who reviewed them, kind mm-hmm. of thing. But like I could tell you more about like a, a, maybe a, a video review I saw on YouTube or things like that about it. Or I'm more like I li- I like the Game Grumps guys. But I like them more because of the personality. If they were a, a mm-hmm. website that just talked about these kind of things, I wouldn't care. But I know these guys because of their personalities. Right. I'm more attracted to these guys because they're a personality. Yep. And to me, that's why it's worse. Is because these are people now that we are um, engaged with. Yeah. And we are more attracted to those guys because it's a personality. It's no longer a website we are attracted to. It's individual people. And I feel like they affect more people individually than a website does. PewDiePie has like 10 million subscribers. His videos do 3, 4 million views and he's by far the biggest. Yeah, probably more than 3, 4 million views. Um, Markiplier does 2, 3 million views. I was, looked, I was looking at some of his videos earlier to, uh, this week and today. And on average, he does 2, 3 million views per uh, per show he puts up. You know, um, kind of, I don't want to offend him, but like Game Grumps. Like, they did Dark Souls 3, uh, they started doing the Dark Souls 3 uh, Let's Play videos before Dark Souls 3 came out in the U.S. Yep. But they came out right away and said in the first episode that, hey, uh, Namco Bandai sent us, they, they loved our blood our Bloodborne Let's Play we did, uh, so they sent us a copy of this game early, and I've been playing this game, uh, the main guy, uh, Eagle Raptor, he came out and said, Aaron, also, uh, he came out and said, I've been playing this game, and now I'm playing this game on our show. And they gave us early review copies because they liked our Blood Rain cover coverage, you know. Mm-hmm. They came out right away and said, that, hey, they gave us early copies. They came out right away in the first episode and said, because of this. Maybe is there more behind that? I don't know. But it's better than, you know, nothing. Um, but I, I, I'm with people where I think PewDiePie was just, he was clickbait. Yep. He was attacked because, and he was probably the best of the evils as far as letting his fans know the, uh, what's up with this as far as legally as he can go with it. Yeah. Does he, was he, do I think he did the right thing in the end? Maybe not really, but he did the best of what he could in the contract he signed. That's hey, it. handshake to that. That was fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Well, you know what, guys? I guess with that and stuff, this is pretty much going to wrap up our <laughs> podcast for this week and stuff. Instead of going the Foray Retro Game of the Week, I'm going to go ahead and skip it for this week. Okay. We're kind of running a little bit long, but what I would like to get into right here is our little bit of our accounts and stuff like that. We have on Twitter, Facebook, and Twitch, we are known as Gen Gaming Podcast. You know, with the exception of Twitter, obviously, being Gen Gaming Pod. But uh, let's not forget about our, like I said before, our new YouTube refurbishment. (laughs) Gen Gaming Net, I believe it's called, right? Generation Gaming on YouTube. Generation Gaming what now? 
Generation Gaming on YouTube. Generation Gaming on YouTube. Okay, I can't so change it's... the name. It's stuck like that. I'm okay. <laughs> so yeah, Generation Gaming on YouTube, right there. So I guess with that in mind, I have been your host, the Jack of Hearts. I was Tyler. I was Justin. See, there's nobody else here, Justin. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I know it's so weird without Jake with that. Where's GG? Well, I guess until no, that. No, sorry. I guess until that, man. It's like GG, everyone. Alan, man, I still never came up with something. It's too <laughs> good as it is. You're in. Hello. You just sit off in the distance, right there, just staring off like a dog, like just waiting for it's, that piece of meat to drop on the ground, good. and it never it's does. <laughs> And that dog is Jake. Oh, goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Jake, everybody. Bye. Goodbye, my friend. We got a brand new collaboration here. <laughs>